0: This is All Things ANSYS, a podcast from the technical support staff at PADT. Episode 60, we talk with Matt Sutton, seasoned run ANSYS from home, veteran for some tips about doing our jobs from home, and news and comments about the world of ANSYS. Welcome there. I'm Eric Miller, one of the owners of PADT and your host for this podcast. For those of you who have lost track of time, it is now early April. And yes, March was officially the longest month ever. But let's see what April might have in store for us. It may actually beat March. We hope everyone is safe and healthy, um, that your kids now have a better idea of what mommy or daddy do all day. Uh, what what when they say the Ansys word, what it means, and that you have taught your pooch to post-process transient runs for you on your laptop while you set up the next set of boundary conditions on your workstation. Um, we're all adapting, right? We're all going uh, to focus on working from home in this podcast uh, and maybe a couple others as we're going to bring it up because I think it's important. Uh, it's been a transition for many of us, even for those of us who usually work from home, having the whole family there and, and not being able to go out like the. They plan on doing or travel um, to, for business has been a big change. And you know one of the side effects, it does seem like people have more time for podcasts. Uh, we had, um, we've had we had since the beginning over 18,824 downloads, and uh, that's over 59 episodes. That ends up being an average of 319. So if your co-workers have caught up on all their streaming of movies and shows, we finished Ozark last night, I uh, recommend that they take a listen to the All Things Answers podcast. Maybe add that to their repertoire. We'd love to have them join us. And speaking of the Ozarks, uh, and you'll find out why when you listen, we decided that the the best thing we'd do to help the ANSYS community is to get an old hand at working at home to share some of the experience and wisdom that he's developed over the years. So um, here's my conversation with PADT's very own Matt Sutton. Hi there, and welcome. We are having a discussion with our seasoned work-at-home expert, Mr. Matt Sutton from um, Arkansas. Why don't you tell us uh, where, where, where's particularly in in Arkansas are you uh, located?
1: Yeah, so I'm sort of in the the north central um, part of the state, and uh, in the Ozark Mountains. So it's okay. A whole area here in terms of lakes and. What we call mountains are not the same as Arizona.
0: Hills. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're old hills. Yeah. So. so we've all been watching Ozark on Netflix. So is it like that there?
1: Uh, well, I'm sure that there are parts of it that are like that. <laughs> but,
0: not your neighborhood. Yeah, not not
1: but um, it's That's a great funny. place to visit, I think. And actually uh Fayetteville, um mm-hmm. with just a town in Arkansas where the university is located. is one of the it's usually voted one of the top five places um, mm-hmm. to live in the U.S. So,
0: yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Just stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been working from home?
1: Almost three years now. Okay. It'll be three years, I think, next month.
0: Okay. So, Matt uh, moved back to to his hometown to to deal with some family stuff and uh, you set up in your basement, correct?
1: Yeah, initially I did, uh, and now I've moved up uh, upstairs, so I've uh, repurposed an entire room to be my uh, office now. Okay. So that actually gives me some windows, which is a wonderful thing to
0: have. Now, see, I'm always envisioning you in the dark dungeon and your, your wife throwing food <laughs> down to you twice a day. <laughs> well, that was it for about a year and a half. And then, uh, <laughs> okay. My skin got so pale, I had to <laughs> Well, that's good. So, so Matt is a simulation engineer. You've been using Ansys for how long now?
1: Well, uh, I guess it was probably like 98, 99, somewhere yeah there um just yeah. I started using this so ever long i guess 20 years 20 years
0: pretty sure so so the, you're you're one of the the people that's been you know work from home doing simulation kind of dealing with what the rest of us are dealing with now on a daily basis so m- the thing i struggle with the most and my first question to you is how do you keep what's your tricks for you know working when it's time to work and not wandering through the house or raiding the kitchen every 5 minutes
1: <laughs> yeah so I mean that can be a challenge obviously but the the thing I found that works at least well for me is um to try my level best to stay on the schedule um mm-hmm. each work day and on top of that um to get up and get dressed and you know take a mm-hmm. shower get dressed, uh, mm-hmm. as if I were gonna go into the office and so okay. I try not to um just work in uh, my my PJs or less or whatever I try to actually mm-hmm. be wearing clothes. So my motto is: if I'm on a meeting, mm-hmm. um, even if it's not, you know, I'm not sharing video or something. Mm-hmm. If they could see me, would I be embarrassed? And, right. Uh, so if I'm, if I can answer. No, I wouldn't be. Then I'm <laughs> that I'm <out.
0: laughs> good, good so, shape. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I found that. Yeah. So my office is upstairs, and so I I just try to stay upstairs except for lunch break. Um, and that, that keeps me definitely more focused. Um, but, you know, with simulation, and, and this is a problem in the office for me as well, is when you kick off a long run, you kind of got nothing to do for a little while. And that's that's when I tend to wander away. And so I've got to find something else to do on another window, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I do have a, a laptop that I um, – what I do is I just keep it closed and, and plugged mm-hmm. in on work, network. And then – I'll remote desktop into, into that. I can do a little bit of stuff um, while my, my main Mm -hmm. computer is running. But the other thing I try to do um, in order to just kind of avoid the, uh, you know, just getting up and wandering around kind of thing is, is to make like small little goals. Like, okay, I'm going to get this fluent model completely set up, you know, before I, before I get out of my chair, Or do anything else? I'm going to get completely set up, (laughs) and um, and that'll get me to one task, you know, and then I can move on um, from there. But it also, you know, also good to get up and walk around a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, same as in same as in a in a work in a in a building office, right? You gotta you gotta get up and move around a little bit. Yeah, legs are gonna fall off. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just just stay away from the refrigerator. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So. one of the issues that I think we're all dealing with is bandwidth to some extent. Now, um, you kind of have a unique setup we were talking about before we started recording. Uh, why don't you talk about how you deal with VPN since you're you're full-time at home, and hopefully yeah. most of us won't be at home as long as, as you are, but um, if you're doing heavy-duty simulation, how do we solve that problem?
1: Yeah, so the what I have is probably different than most people. I do have a hard point. VPN box, so it's like a, it's like a router, um, Mm -hmm. but it functions as a, as a VPN. Um, I do just use, you know, like a cable modem with a, uh, cable internet service. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that's the, the size of the pipe that I have available to me, but in terms of what often seems to cause the problem is when the VPN drops out and having that hard, um, Really, sort of mitigates that almost entirely. I mean, I probably count on maybe two hands, I guess, in the, in the three years that I've been here, the time I've had to reboot mm-hmm. that thing or um, you know, had some issue with it. So that does make life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, trying to run when I'm doing simulation work, mm-hmm. trying to do as much of that locally um, as I can. And right. So, um, that's one other thing that uh, that we chose to invest in, just because um, for here
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, weather can be an issue in terms of um, oh, good point. You know, like having ice storms mm-hmm. uh, in the winter. Sometimes that'll knock the power out for two or three, four days. And you know, big thunderstorms and so forth can knock them out. So um, one thing we invested in was a was a whole house generator. Um, oh. that will kick on, um, if the power goes out mm-hmm. and the, the reason for that obviously is because, you know, if I do have these long runs going, um, we have a UPS just for the computer mm-hmm. that can keep, keep it up long enough for the generator to kick on. Right. And then it can on that. So, they keep going. um, yeah, but again, that's, you know, my, my situation that way is unique in terms of, mm-hmm. um, just having to be available. For a longer term to work from
0: home, right, right. That's a good point. I didn't think about that because uh, some people don't have as. We're here in the middle of the desert with our nice little nuclear reactor just chugging away. Uh, right, right. A few miles out of town, um, providing us clean and uh, and and stable power. But uh, plus, most of our cables are underground, so we just rarely lose power. Um, so you you did mention running locally mostly, so. You know has has it changed the way you do simulation are you building your models different are you in order to get them to run local
1: yeah yes I am more cognizant of uh, just the overall size of the model um, mm-hmm. because it's not only just so I can have it run locally but um, if I do have to run something remotely well that means then I got to get the file you know or files to the remote machine uh, then the really painful thing is I got to get them back. Um, when you talk about result files and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. if I'm going to try to post-process locally. Um, so, uh, I really have to have a compelling reason why a model has to be bigger than what can fit on my machine. Um, mm-hmm. in order to do that. And mm-hmm. so I do try to try, you know, try to make the models small enough as they fit locally and then, you know, use my laptop. Um, to do as much other stuff as I can do if my right. machine you know, bogged down for whatever reason. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the mode that I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of what I've been doing, um, in these last three years has been really more on like uh, productivity type tools. So like actually writing right. software and that kind of thing. So that doesn't require typically as much, um, you know, simulation horsepower, um, so, but there is a, there is benefit to thinking through, um, what answer am I trying to, or what question am I trying to answer with this model? And can I answer it with a smaller model if possible and, uh, going that way.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I think that that's just the reality of it. And we're all kind of, hopefully we grabbed the right, we grabbed our laptop as well as our desktop when, when people went home. Um, yeah. Do you, do you remote desktop in much? I mean, when you do access a machine at work, what tools do you use? Do you just go batch or do you, uh, you're mostly running on windows. So.
1: Yeah. I, um, I'll sometimes I'll remote desktop, but certainly if I'm doing it on windows, I'll, I'll remote desktop. Uh, and that, that tends to work, uh, fairly well, especially if it's just like kicking off a run, um, and letting it, you know, just trying to monitor it or something like that if it's on windows. Mm -hmm. Um, on linux um what i've found to be really helpful for me is that uh windows now windows 10 has a the linux subsystem thing and oh so i didn't know that actually, yeah so it has a i think they call it wsl windows or wls or something like that windows subsy- the subsystem for linux i think is what it is and okay um, so you can actually um, install that and then have a bash prompt on Windows okay. um, that has full access to your Windows machine so you can get to all your files on your windows but then it's a um, you know you can SSH into other machines mm-hmm. and uh, do all of that stuff. So that works um, really pretty well for me for running things um, you know in batch if I have to go over to a remote machine but Good. Um, try to again, I do try to minimize that as much as possible just because you can never get away from the file transfer, and that's, that's right, uh, <laughs>
0: that's shot. the slow bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it ruins the family uh streaming at night if daddy's, <laughs> daddy's <laughs> downloading a three gigabyte results file, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, what, what's funny about that is that the uh, the WatchGuard uh VPN, mm-hmm. the hardpoint VPN, actually, um puts highest priority on traffic, uh, through it. So okay. if I am pulling down a file, literally everything else shuts down. So It's,
0: <laughs> it's not just normal. It's, it's extra. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's so yeah. funny. Um, so, so people are settled in, it's been a week or two, maybe three or four for some people. Um, what, what word of advice would you give them to get through the next month or two of working from home doing, doing ANSYS?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the one thing I would have given prior to the reason why they have to be at home now is uh, to make a point to try to have social contact as Mm -hmm. much as, you know, as much as you're comfortable with um, outside so that you're not just isolated all the time. And obviously now that in, With the COVID-19, that's Mm -hmm. not really as much of a a feasible thing to do. This is not maybe the most responsible thing, I guess, to do now. (laughs) Um, So, but it's still important, I think, to try to set aside time that, okay, I'm away from work. Um, I'm not going to, you know, go check on that or do whatever. You know, I'm going to take a little bit of time away. Um, I like to go for a walk periodically throughout the day. So if I know that I've got, you know, time between meetings or I know that for me, what I'll do is I'll try to schedule it around times that I I believe that the Tempe office is going to be mostly away. So like noon and in Arizona mm-hmm. might be two o'clock for me. So I may go for a walk around Good. two mm-hmm. and uh, just to get out and, um, you know, get some fresh air, see something different. Um, but I've also found this is maybe just for me. But I've also found that routine, much as I can try to keep it, um, actually helps. Um, good. And so,
0: good advice. Very good advice. All right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll let you get back to work. Because we do have okay. stuff to do, so um, I do appreciate it. it's been useful, and I'm gonna try and do some of the things you said. And uh, um, I appreciate your time and uh, sharing your wisdom and your experience. And uh, stay safe, stay home, stay safe, and, uh, and enjoy the kids and uh, this time together. It'll it'll <laughs> be a good story. Uh, hopefully, everybody will get through this safe, and it'll turn into just an interesting story in our old age, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I told my kids that I, I hope that mm-hmm. there'll never be another time like this in their entire life although they'll have this yeah. much you know time but to measure time here my uh, fluent run has gone uh 45 iterations since <laughs>
0: <out>. <laughs> when we measure time and fluid iterations <laughs> yes <laughs> that is the life of a simulation engineer yes all right guy thank you much and we'll talk to you soon appreciate it okay all right. Bye. talk to you later Everyone handles things differently and we all have different challenges that we're facing working from home, but aren't you glad we have the technology we have? I mean, it's just been, uh, we switched to Microsoft Teams um, at the beginning of the year and it's been a fantastic transition for us and turns out couldn't have been more timely. Uh, Not only can we run on computers around the world, but we can share our desktop with our coworkers, customers, and technical support and stay in touch with people, um, both, both even visually using webcams and this fantastic software that's available. Available out there, we do have two webinars coming up to help with this topic of working from home using ANSYS. The first is a panel discussion on how to move your test design and analysis home with ANSYS software. If you can't get into the lab, you know, how, how can you use your virtual tools to move your design forward? Uh, while you're working from home, that's on April 18th. Then on the 22nd, we will talk about how we've been using Ansys Cloud to get extra horsepower. So we talked with Matt about you know running on your local machine, running on the machine back in the office. Sometimes neither of those is good enough, and you need some extra horsepower. And they've made Ansys Cloud super easy to use. Um, so, and a lot, what we're finding is a lot of people thought, oh, I'll just bring my laptop home. I won't be there that long. I, I don't need my desktop here. Um, and uh, it, it's not not cutting it. So, we'll share uh, how we use Ansys Cloud to get that extra capacity we need to keep getting our simulations done. And now it's commercial time. So, please consider PADT as your Ansys supplier if you're in the southwestern US and for simulation consulting and customization. We are also just as good at additive manufacturing as 3D printing and product development. Give us a try, we love what we do and our customers tell us that we're very good at it. These times are difficult and you may be facing some challenges you never expected. PDT is here to help. Just reach out and let's figure it out together. We have moved most people home, actually we've moved everybody home now um, that, that runs uh, to uh, Simulation and we, can, um, we all offer the same products and services that we've offered before all this happened including our 3D printing. That's considered an essential business in the state of Arizona, and we are doing medical devices and aerospace work. So, um, do let us know if you need any help with 3D printing. <clears throat> so, let's move on to the to the news side of things, and um, let's talk about the ANSA stock. Um, well, I'd rather talk about what happened on February 19th when they almost hit $300 a share. Can we do that instead? Um, it it actually does look to be riding this this downturn and up and down roller coaster quite well. Um, it's down to two two hundred sixteen dollars and twenty cents a share after the close of the market on. Uh, I'm recording this on the third, but that was April second, and they hit uh, two thirty five a couple of times over the past month as the market has rallied and then fallen back again. In, retro, in, in comparison, uh, the S&P is down 21.9% since January 1st, and ANSYS is only down 1587 so it's not as bad as it could be. In fact, if you look at the related stocks that we usually look at uh, in comparison with ANSYS, they're doing fairly well. Autodesk is down 259 PTC is down 27.2%. Altair has dropped 36.3%. And, uh, when you look at those three numbers, 15% is not so bad, um, uh, and, uh, shows the strength of the company and the way that the market looks at it. <clears throat> so that's good news for, for those of us who use Ansys as well. Cause it uh, shows it's a healthy company. The only significant news that we've got out there is that, uh, Ansys won an IOT award. And, uh, I'll just read you the blurb from the press release rather than trying to reword it all. They won the 2020 Industrial Internet of Things Solution of the Year award. It went to Ansys for its market leading Ansys twin builder, which we've talked about here on the podcast. A complete solution for building, validating, and deploying simulation-based digital twins within a single workflow. Companies across industries leverage Ansys Twin Builder coupled with Ansys physics-based simulation capabilities to empower predictive maintenance and gain critical design insights. And this was awarded by an organization called IoT Breakthrough that looks for, as their name implied, breakthroughs in the Internet of Things. So that was really exciting to see that they're getting recognition for that tool, which is a pretty cool tool. Um, Our news is, and it's good news, is we're here. We're getting work done. Our employees are safe. We've adapted. And honestly, that's the best news we could share. Nothing else, really. Publication-wise, on the Ansys blog, uh, we've got... I picked three articles and these are the three that I picked. The first one was really fun. It was called the top 10 fictional characters for engineers. And, uh, Sean Wasserman, uh, who works for Ansys, This is personal list, not endorsed by Ansys, picked his five or 10 favorite engineers from, um, movies basically. And I like the list, except I don't agree with number one. I think he left off the greatest fictional engineer of all time, um, one that inspired an entire generation of engineers. But he's young and does not understand. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Um, It's his list, so he can live with it. Um, It is really a good read and fun to think about. You know, what is your where would you rank different people? And it might remind you of a few characters you forgot about um, through the years on a more serious note <laughs> um, there's an article a really good article called how crash tests impact the electronics industry so we've been using LS Dyna for for a very long time to model running things into walls and into each other um, and that 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 crash simulation is very similar to impact simulation and in electronics that's what we care about is if you drop it or it gets a shock right and so it's an article about how that technology transfers over to modeling electronic components and assemblies. And then our first article uh, after the acquisition of the new photonics company is called Integrated Photonics Technology, a Model Communications Communications and Sensors. And it's a look at how you use light-based products um, to get stuff done and how we can simulate it. So it's a good introduction into where photonics fit into things and how simulation can be used. So I found that an interesting thing. Sima, who works for us from San Diego, shared an article called Efficient and Accurate Simulation of Antenna Arrays in HFSS. And it's a really thorough and detailed article. It's really more of a technical paper um, and just an excellent look at doing these arrays in HFSS to model antennas. And then we also have ANSYS Sherlock, a comprehensive electronic reliability tool from our very own Josh Stout. So it's a really good overview of Sherlock and what it's all about and why we get so excited about it when we talk about it. Um, Not in our blog, but on LinkedIn, I published an article called 10 Annoying Things You Should Avoid in Virtual Meetings from Home. So I um, recommend you go to LinkedIn and search for Eric Miller PADT if you're not already linked to me. So just type in Eric space Miller space PADT and you should find me. And then um, you look at uh, my recent posts and you should see it right there. And I'd be happy to accept your invitation uh, as well. While you're there, you can probably also search for um, the title of, uh, Ten annoying things you should avoid in virtual meetings. <clears throat> so do check that out. It's it's actually uh, been a pretty popular article and got a lot of comments on it and a lot of good feedback. And uh, there are things that uh, I think are annoying all of us and we we're all doing. So we should check it out and and fix that. Got some upcoming events here. We've got a webinar, uh, which were the two webinars that we talked about earlier. Um, on the 8th we've got test design and analysis from home with ansys simulation software and on the 22nd we've got bring your simulation home with ansys cloud solutions so go to bright talk to register for those or go to the padt website and go to the events page and you'll see them there and you can register there and as always you can listen to them live or listen to them recorded um We've got one ANSYS event to let you know about, which hopefully you've seen already and you will hear more about as time goes by, and it's called Simulation World. It's an online conference, and we're very excited about it. It's June 10th through 11th. It's free. It's online. Um, If you go to simulation-world.com, you can learn more. So that's simulation-world.com. Dot com to learn more about this event and we'll share more as we learn more as well and they're looking for speakers and all sorts of things so check out that website and uh, hope to virtually see you all there so that's it for this podcast i want to thank everybody don't forget to subscribe to wwwp slash opt-in and spread the word don't hesitate to reach out and of course stay safe and finally um you know, all of us simulation engineers who would rather be sitting in front of a computer somewhere, we have permission to stay away from other people. So it's pretty sucky out there, but embrace the positive. Thank you for joining us for the All Things Answers podcast, episode number 60. As a reminder, this podcast is not affiliated in any way with Answers Inc., and the opinions expressed are those of the people on the show only and not of their current or former employers. For more information, visit www.padtinc.com blog. And please share your thoughts and questions through an email to podcast at padtinc.com. See you next time.